I've got to write some content or do some planning, you know, a morning is when I need to do that. If I'm doing it in the afternoon, it's going to take twice as long and be half as good. Power to live more with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter. Today, Joe's interviewing Amanda Holgers. Joe and Amanda met many years ago on the Kent networking circuit when they were both doing something different. So it's ironic that they've ended up in a similar specialism now, albeit creating different outcomes for their clients. Amanda Holgers is a business mentor, mastermind facilitator, podcaster and speaker with 30 years experience of running her own businesses. Amanda uses her knowledge to work with business owners to find time for business growth. Back to the studio. Today I'm interviewing Amanda Holgers of Time for Business Growth and Metis Women. And Amanda and I have known each other for years and years. In fact, through certainly my various iterations of, of business focus. And we've even done a radio show together before. I can't remember what, how long ago that was, probably about three years ago, uh, where we were in a radio uh, radio studio together. So uh, lovely to have you on the show, Amanda. Thanks for joining me. Thank you very much for inviting me. And it's uh, it's good because I know you do listen to the podcast as well. Quite often uh, people only listen to it in order to come on. In fact, some people don't even listen to it to come on. <laughs> I, I have been a listener in the past. So, yes, that's that's <laughs> lovely. So um, tell us a bit about who you are and what you do and where you do it. Uh, well, I'm Amanda Holgers. I run my business from my home in Kent uh, in the sunny seaside area of Broadstairs. In fact, uh, many recordings sometimes have some interruption of a seagull, but I think we should be all right today. Um, and apart from a sort of fleeting moment as a trainee manager at WH Smiths, I've always run my own businesses. So I spent over 20 years um, in a sort of successful audiovisual company. And that's going back into the, the late 80s on the day when personal computers were really just starting off. Yeah. And uh, I helped build that into a multi-million pound international company. So I know what it's like to build a successful company and all the sort of highs and lows of employing staff and things like that. And uh, then in uh, about 2011, it was bought out by an American investor. And I decided at that time that I wanted to start again on my own. So I set up an HR company, which is, I think, another thing that we have in common. Ah, yes, I've forgotten that. I knew there was something else in your background that <laughs> where we connected, yes. At the time, I wasn't doing HR, though. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, so that was sort of really helping like local businesses um, to to put their own HR in, in place and, and doing the, the nicer sides of HR. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that really gave me the sort of confidence to start growing myself as a um, um, within the sort of business side of things and and I look then to becoming a business mentor um, and that's really where I, I am today and uh, it's 
I suppose the why is is seeing the those aha moments when someone actually sees the bigger picture of what that they they wanted to achieve, and uh, most crucially the sort of steps that they are now going to take to to get them there. Um, so that's yeah. definitely a, a big why from my point of view. Yeah, and you're you're also involved in uh, Metis Women, and we were just saying that you had your five year anniversary uh, last week, in fact, and uh, you I think you had a, a, a an interesting speaker. <laughs> Oh, a, a, wonderful, a wonderful speaker <laughs> helping us all up procrastination <laughs> none, yes. of, none of us had, none of us had. <laughs> no no exactly we didn't have anything in common on the uh, procrastination front at all um yeah and um and that's you know sort of furthering that nurturing of other people uh thing as well isn't it oh definitely i mean just sort of seeing um having a sort of room full of of women, um, Metis women, it is primarily women, of course, um, <laughs> and you know, sort of being seeing how they've grown and how they exp have uh, uh, expressed themselves within their businesses um, and growing in confidence. So, you know, get people coming into meetings, sort of to start with, quite sort of shy, and uh, you know, a few meetings on, and they're you know, standing up the front and, and, and taking some of the slots. So, it's um, mm. you know, it's a, a, a big boost to sort of. Um, sort of see that side of development within women yes yeah and certainly you, you know the, the sort of testimonials that, that you were getting last week given it was the anniversary of the of the starting of, of the group um were, were great to hear and you know I, I obviously as I said um you know I've seen seen it from sort of beginning and right the way through I pop in occasionally <laughs> on the basis that uh, as you were starting i was stopping networking uh, locally so I, I i didn't join um all that time ago although i'm planning to in the new year as uh, as we discussed but um you know to see the sort of blossoming of women and the relationships that have been uh, developed um you know was just really lovely to see last week yeah it was a great mix of of new people who 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 sort of just guesting in the, the meeting hadn't hadn't been to a metis women meeting before mm. um current members and sort of members who have sort of you know grown their their businesses and are now sort of coming back to sort of see us and tell us how they're getting on mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know to stand up at the front with the the other co-founders um caroline love and, and deborah Mavani, um just sort of you know being able to to thank them for for making metis women what it is and sort of hear their stories it was um yeah Mm. A touching moment. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. I think you held the tears back, but uh, Deborah didn't. <laughs> so tell us a bit more about how you get done what you get done. You've clearly had lots of experience in different situations. You've you've changed your business. You've started extra businesses, and and you're now um, you know focusing not just on on one business as well. How do you decide what you're doing and make sure you get done what you need to get done? Um, well, I suppose I've, I've got a little bit of a change in how I'm doing things, um, which came mainly from last year. I had a bit of a crossroads year. Um, my mum was diagnosed with dementia and my wife with breast cancer. Um, and my work then sort of had to become like a sort of secondary focus. Mm. Um, and with me sort of taking on more of a caring role, which was definitely not a natural role, as uh, a lot of people would tell you. <laughs> yeah and uh although sue's now clear after all her treatment i'm still looking after my mum um sort of morning and night so my work's had to change quite a lot to accommodate that for sort of caring for elderly parents 
and sort of appointments and support that that needs. Mm. Um, and as you say, sort of juggling not only my own business, but also sort of helping to run Metis Women. Um, you know, there is, as we know, only so many hours in the day. Yes, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. You know, the family side has has got to become a priority at the moment. Um, mm. But uh, luckily, I can put in the flexibility of things. Um, you know, the, the good thing is I can, you know, I am my, my own boss from that point of view. Um, the bad side is there's no one to take up the slack if I'm not there. <laughs> no, no, no. But but fortunate that productivity is one of your things, <laughs> I would suggest. Um, so, yes, uh, it's definitely, um, you know, taken my productivity to the nth degrees at times. Um, mm -hmm. I use a lot of structure in what I do um, and quite a bit of sort of self-discipline. I have my own... Um, sort of template schedule, um, which I, I use with other people as well to sort of create their own, but building that for myself initially um, and then using that now as I sort of go forward, um, I think that's really the bit that makes the the structure to my days um, mm. and saves a hell of a lot of planning, um, which, um, you know, I used to do an awful lot of. I was one of those sort of, you know, sit down and I'll plan my year, my month, my week and my day. Um, but I was getting to the point that I found it really easy to procrastinate on not actually getting around to doing some of that. Well. <laughs> yes, too much time spent planning. I've never been very good at that uh, way way ahead stuff. It always feels a bit too far in the distance for me. But I am I am good at organising myself. And, and uh, I remember somebody telling me years ago, actually one of my um, team told me that if I did as much work as I did planning I'd be even more amazing <laughs> which she tried to you know in those terms turn it into a, a compliment but I, I I read it as it wasn't quite the compliment that uh, she was saying <laughs> so I reined reined the planning in about uh, a bit the organizing in a bit so so tell us a bit more how this template then works and how it stopped you spending so much time planning and and giving you more time to actually do things well it looks at the sort of the, the key bits of the day, like, you know, the important bits, like, you know, I do have to sleep at times and, and eating's quite handy. Um, so <laughs> it sort of starts by getting things like that in the structure, the stuff that you have to put in. And then um, any key things, you know, if you've got a school run or certain meetings that you do, you know, each week or certain days, and it sort of puts those into, into your schedule. So it starts sort of building things in that are not so movable. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, it then sort of gives you the the sort of the space that's left um and you can look from that at at sort of zoning things for different types of things you do like i'll have certain days where i'm looking at my mentorings um other times it will be to do with my hr or something to do with metis and so it has those sort of sort of set zones of time already within it um and so if I know something's coming up with Metis, then I know, you know, at that day or that time, well, that's when I, I usually do that type of work. So I can just sort of um, slot it into that time. And mm. I, yes, it has to be flexible and things, you know, you can't decide, okay, well, that's the only time I'm going to do these things. But it means that I have a much better overall view of a week um, rather than having to try and think, okay, well, what am I going to do today? Because I know if it's Tuesday, what well, I'm going to do X and Y um and um it it helps a lot more from my own point of view with my own sort of mental uh, flexibility i think yes <laughs> yes yeah and so how how do you how do you uh 
keep that flexibility when other stuff comes in on those days because i every so often go through uh, uh you know oh i'm going to do certain things on certain days i'm going to you know theme my days and all that sort of thing and then i have such a, a weird selection of things that i do because of my corporate work as well as my uh own work that i tend to do from home that i find myself i don't know with a, a day that's supposed to be about publishing the podcast and i'm actually running a workshop somewhere <laughs> and then that goes out the window so then i sort of dump all of that idea because i think well it doesn't work for me um how do you keep that flexibility whilst having the structure in place uh i do have emergency space so <laughs> there, is a, yeah. there is a time slot in there that's used fairly often <laughs> I can sort of i know that i've got an amount of time during the week where i can move things about too and if they, mm -hmm. if they well, at least i've got that space um yeah. and sometimes it, it doesn't i you know i've just got to say okay well i would usually do this today but you know i've got something else i've got to do um mm -hmm. and you just on that occasion then it does um switch across to the other task i use um but i think it just I don't know it's it's something to sort of hinge things off so that um there isn't all the time spent thinking okay well what am i doing today and i yes. think that's probably the key behind it there's not the wasted time yeah of considering what i'm going to do at certain times um yeah so the best thing i find of it is that it shows you if you can't fit it all in so yeah. rather than deciding that you're trying to sort of shoehorn this impossible workload in <laughs> <laughs> quite clearly that actually you know i need to put in 10 hours of this type of work and i haven't got 10 hours <laughs> in my week to do it in no no so, you know to make so, changes before you start yeah so you mentioned that before you'd be sort of planning the year and the months and the weeks and and so on and so forth have you changed that sort of perspective as well do you, you know do you do you still do annual planning and and sort of quarters and months and that sort of thing or or is this giving you more flexibility to do that a bit more as you go along i think this gives me more flexibility to do it as i go along I and mean, there are there is a certain amount of of annual planning i mean there are some key things that have got to be done at certain times um yeah but, um and you know booking appointments and stuff like that I still need to sort of look at the wider picture of stuff um but yeah it I think it it takes the onerous task of 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 thinking I've got this big plan I've got to look at all the time and um and it just becomes that much more manageable from my point of view mm -hmm. yeah I guess some of it is a bit like we were talking the other day about taking sort of regular daily action on things that if you know you've got a chunk of time every week set aside for a particular focus then that's naturally going to move you you closer towards whatever that goal is for that particular area of your business because mm. it's time spent rather than as you say procrastinating on a, a big project because you don't feel you've got time for it um yeah. and you never get it started you're actually doing a little bit of it on a regular basis because of the nature of the schedule sort of thing yeah it's also knowing when your key time is, um, which did go out of the window a little bit because, um, you know, looking after my mum <laughs> tended to tie yes. in quite nicely with my key time of the morning because I'm a sort of a morning person from that point of view. Mm. Um, but uh, now that's sort of changed around again a little. Um, you know, it's knowing 
if I've got to write some content or do some planning, you know, a morning is when I need to do that. If I'm doing it in the yes. afternoon, it's going to take twice as long and be half as good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good to know that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what about um, tools and apps uh, to help you to get things done or to, to sort of keep things running smoothly? What recommendations do you have there? Um, well, I suppose my first one is Evernote. Um, I use that a lot as a sort of um, brain dump and keeping notes from various sources, um, just really so that everything's in one place and more importantly, sync between things. So, you know, whether it's emails or web stuff or written notes, um, and even clippings from magazines, you know, if I'm looking through something and I have an idea, I, you know, I can take a quick photo of it. Um, and that I use a lot with the sort of tagging of stuff. So if I'm writing an article, I can just you know, type in something to do with productivity and I will have various bits that will pop up um, where I've sort of seen them as I've been going through other areas uh, and thought, okay, that's a good idea. I'll write about yeah. that at some point. Um, so I find Evernote's really useful from that point. Um, yeah. And even when I'm out at meetings and stuff, the fact that you can put audio and photos and stuff together um, really sort of helps from that point of view. I also mm -hmm. keep all my recipes on there too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so did I, but I have a new app. I don't know if I've told you. It's been on my newsletter called Paprika, mm. which um, is uh, purely for recipes and uh, has options like you can add whole recipes to a shopping list and things like that. So it's actually quite exciting. But I've got like 600 recipes on Evernote <laughs> that I need to copy across. So <laughs> That's where the problem lies. It's changing yes. from one thing to another. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, but yes, um, dead handy that uh, uh, it's easy to access. Yeah, I mean, even as you say with Evernote, you know, when you're out in the, at the shops and you suddenly think, oh, I'm going to cook such and such, have I got whatever I need? You know, you've got that. Uh, information at your fingertips if you've got your phone with you, haven't you? Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the, the main bits. Um, yeah. Another one I use is uh, an app called Stop, Breathe and Think. Um, oh, I like the sound of that one. What, what does that make you do? <laughs> well, it makes you stop and breathe <laughs> and think. <laughs> um, so how does it do that? <laughs> uh, well, it's effectively it is a, a meditation um app um yeah and what i found was i was having a big difficulty from switching between sort of caring and work um because sometimes you know i'd, I'd leave um my mom and my mind would sort of be a bit concerned or frustrated on something that's gone on yeah. and i'm trying to sort of sit there trying to think of some content for something <laughs> yeah. and um i just found it too difficult to to switch between the two so this one sort of makes gets you to check in with yourself first of all makes you think okay well how am I feeling um, you can mark yourself how you're feeling um, from a physical point of view from sort of poor to great and from a mental point of view um, mm -hmm. and then it allows you to put in some emotions so it, it sort of it gives you a list of you know different types of emotions how, what are you feeling and again based on whether everything's great and feeling rosy or you know you've you really feel like you just want to to give up at that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then based on that, it then suggests a sort of short meditation. Um, so you sort of sit down, get your mind into a, a much better frame of mind, whether you know it's looking at gratitude or mindfulness or just breathing. Um, and then afterwards, you score yourself again. 
um, and I usually find that it's you know it's changed quite dramatically from how I was feeling to um, you know how I'm now feeling uh, and it, it, it can then take you a bit further and it can suggest you know other things to look at and, and stuff as well so yeah it, mm -hmm. Work, it walks you very nicely through things in quite an easy manner um, and a, a quite a good selection of, sort of um, short meditations to help you stop, breathe and think. Yes. Yeah, no, I like the sound of that. <laughs> Lovely. So any other tools or apps? Um, I can't remember how many you've done and I did say three, so <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. My other one isn't really a top app, but it's one I use, which is Ringo. Um, yes. which is with the parking um, mm. and with parking locations and you can enter a code um, so I use that one because you can put in more than one car and payment method so regardless of whether I'm in my car or Sue's or business and pleasure um, you, know, you can use easily use the app yeah but, uh, it's brilliant until you're in Ashford and then they don't use Ringo they use parking mobile or something I think <laughs> it's very frustrating <laughs> Well, that's not so good. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Well, it's, it's okay once you've got it set up. But, uh, yeah, we went yeah. there the other day and I realised that, as you say, I'd got the car that we weren't in set up on it, but not the one that we were in. So I had to do that. So it was a bit of a pain. But I guess once it's set up, all these things are, are fine, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I think the best thing about it is it, it reminds you 10 minutes before it runs out. So you've got a chance of either excusing yourself and going back to your car or, or actually updating it at the time where you are. Um, yes. So you can just up update the parking and you know not have to worry about rushing back for the parking uh, no exactly <laughs> although I, I i found a, a floor in it so only on saturday i'd booked in in horsham and i think i had 20 minutes till it ran out and i was off to go and get some lunch i was singing over there and i thought oh i'll um i'll renew because it said you want to extend the session i thought oh, i'll extend the session and then i completely forgot and it didn't tell me so obviously i hadn't got my notification set up properly <laughs> and, uh, and then i suddenly remembered and went to pay for extra parking and it said you can't do this again for 12 hours because it's one of those ones where you know it's limited parking so oh. then I was like oh no I'm in the middle of my dinner now and I thought oh well I'll just have to pay the parking uh, fine won't I luckily I didn't get fined <laughs> but it would have been helpful if it told me that I couldn't actually extend it at the time because I'd have gone and moved my car at that moment but uh, well, but yes yeah. perhaps we'll send them an update to improve that app <laughs> exactly exactly I was uh, well I was I was even telling the singing people I said said it'd been really helpful not to recommend that car park when I was clearly going to be here for about 10 hours and it only allows you to park for three <laughs> and then you can't return so you can't even go and drive around the block and come back and uh, return again because technology knows <laughs> it's working. yeah exactly exactly I don't know so what about um learning and improving yourself obviously a bit like me you've changed uh, your business and what you do quite regularly over the years so you know you must be um and I know you are anyway but uh, you know looking at learning and, and improving all the time what sort of uh, recommendations do you have for that uh, well I do like a good podcast um, so <laughs> your own of course um, <laughs> to uh, own it the podcast and yep. clicks and links and another one called productive woman um, yes I listened to that one too I think that oh, that really helps me think a lot about how I work um, gives a lot of sort of ideas to try um, and some work and I implement them and others I tweak and others I think I never want to try that again <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is it's just finding things that that, that work for you um, yes and 
if you don't find out about you know the latest thing that's out there or something that somebody has else has tried and tweaked um you know then you know, it's your way of, of um developing your own mindset forward yeah, yeah definitely it's so important that it's about what suits you isn't it because okay. you know there's all that sort of advice out there but if you sort of dogmatically try and implement it into your life regardless of what you're doing who you are what your business is all about then sometimes it, it doesn't work and uh, it causes more issues than it solves doesn't it yeah i think it's worth giving things a try and giving them a chance to to work um and then sort of think okay well this bit works for me and this bit doesn't um and just mold it to how you you know find it works best for you yes um, i think the main thing with podcasts and learning in general is, is is just that encouragement and feel good factor um you know I, I like to either whether i'm reading something on development side or listening to it um you know i like the sort of buzz that gives you of thinking okay yeah i could try that um, mm. I, I like a bit of learning <laughs> yeah yeah me too me too so what about um routines and habits and and sort of that that whole thing about sustaining i mean you've 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 talked about having your um template your schedule that stopped you spending so much time planning um you you've talked about you know regularly trying to improve yourself excuse me <clears throat> and uh, you know and learn things um what what things do you make sure that you do on a regular basis so that you can keep things going um i think it is about having a routine and well my my routine has changed somewhat over the last uh, few weeks um, yeah recently got a job and so i'm now i'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning um and i know i've been a morning person but four o'clock is still quite a shock <laughs> <laughs> oh well you can be one of these ones that you know gets up and done everything by six o'clock now and you'll be really successful that's all right then <laughs> she said she said repositioning it for you <laughs> yeah, okay <laughs> it's still a work in progress i think at the moment um but it, it i suppose to some extent it has meant that i've got that um time back in the morning um whereas i used to have it <laughs> admittedly around sort of half past seven eight o'clock in the morning it's now at sort of five o'clock in the morning um, but I can find that I can focus at that time um, yeah. and sort of um, you know getting the content or planning or you know even client work and stuff my brain is a bit more switched on unbelievably at five o'clock in the morning um, so what time are you going to bed in order to get up at that time in the morning well that's that's the thing I never thought that I would look at eight half past eight at night and think god I'm ready for bed <laughs> But, um, you know finish being at mum's and thinking okay well, i can quite happily head to bed now i think i probably end up asleep before she does nowadays. Um, but yeah it is it does start at that end because i know i've got to get a certain amount of sleep and if i don't um go to bed early enough at the other end then uh, i'm going to be playing catch up a lot um, which is it's not good i do like a good good level of sleep yes <coughs> oh excuse me i'm gonna have to cough um yeah i mean that's that's the challenge isn't it as you say the fact that um, knowing you need the sleep and then being you know just counting back from the time that you have to be awake <laughs> immediately gives you that uh, that uh, that indication of when you're supposed to be going to sleep that's the bit that i wouldn't be able to cope with on the basis that you know even if i think oh i ought to go to bed early tonight i still struggle to go to bed before midnight because it's just not what i do i suppose so I, i've always 
not being a midnight person anyway so I'm not <laughs> yeah yeah I, I won't be trying the four o'clock get up bit I can assure you <laughs> so what about on those days where things don't go right you sound like you've had a challenging few months you know how do you deal with um with that how do you how do you get over those those days where it's not uh, gone so well um well I think I just have to realize that sometimes for my own sake um that I'm just going to have to take some time out. Um, you know, if something hasn't gone well and it's just something fairly minor, okay, I, I can sort of take it as a quick blip and, and carry on. But there yeah. are days when you just think the rest of this day is it's not going to, um, you know, trying to sort of slog through it is just not going to be good for me. Um, and uh, so I try and think of, okay, well, if I can't do it now, what's the one key thing tomorrow that I've got to come back to? Um, and then just take the rest of the day as a, okay, this is a timeout day, um, you know, get my, my head in its right place and then come back to stuff again the next day. Mm-hmm. And I think again, that's where the template does help because I know pretty much what the next day should be like or what sort of things I can cover and just a bit of sort of tweaking for the, the lost day and I can get back on track easier. Yeah. And I suppose you know that, you know, there's not that many hours till the next four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> look on the plus side (laughs) yeah yeah no as you say that that um uh, just letting stuff go and and just knowing that you know you can persevere and try and make it do a bit better than it was but actually just letting it go and and starting afresh the next day can can really help can't it some days it's the only way to do it um yeah, yeah. just know that you're going to have a fresh mind the next day um mm. <laughs> yes. uh, you can yeah. quite often your mind is sort of by having that moment to relax and and just stop trying to concentrate on something that's just not getting there um yeah it, it sort of whirs and 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 uh, sort of churns to itself and when you come back to it the next day you go okay now I realise what I should be doing. Um, yeah. Forward, um, much yeah. more than just trying to plough through and um, with the, the fog that you've created. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to a question which I think I actually stole from the Productive Woman podcast that you mentioned <laughs> earlier. With uh, I think her name's Laura McClellan, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so yes, I think this is her question actually. So <laughs> on a day when you end the day knowing you've had the chance to live more, she may not actually say it in these words but uh, it's the same principle so that's the bit about you know getting to do more of the stuff that you want to do and less of the things that you feel you should do or you have to do what have you done what does that day look like for you um it's usually i've spent time with my family and just had fun uh, it doesn't have to be anything big or specific or even planned um but just enjoyed being with them um you know just taking that time out mm. and, uh, just almost doing silly things um has that changed since you've had the illness with your mom and 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 your wife? Is it because I know for me, I never used to be very good at appreciating that stuff until a lot of those sorts of things happened in my life, and then I started to realise that you just have to take those moments and and really, you know, revel in them. Yeah, I think it has. I mean, it's mm. always been that I've got um, two sons um, who are now well, teenagers, young men. Um, mm. So, you know, there's always been trying to make sure that there's time for them. And in the past, you know, work has 
taken the precedence, which was, you know, I, I got to a point a few years back um, with one of my sons realising that I couldn't remember quite a lot of his sports days and, and end of year things because I hadn't been there. Um, so I sort of made the mental at that point to think, ah, no, sorry, I can't make memories if I'm not around. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, I realised that I've got to I've got to make sure that certain things do take um, precedence yeah. over it. But, yeah, this mm. last year has made a big difference to that. Mm. Um, just going and, and enjoying the, the simple things can make quite a big difference now. Yes, um, yeah. It's interesting, I was talking to – sorry, Cameron. <laughs> I think it's about um, helping others as well. Um, it's whether it's seeing an improvement in my mum because of the moment that we've taken over something that we've done together, um, or even you know on the end of a mastermind session when uh, they're sort of you know leaving with clear plans of what to do next. Um, I think it's that realization that I've made a difference to someone else um, that makes a big difference to my day. Um, yeah and you know from either a personal or professional side um it, it gives me a, a feel-good factor and um, that is just priceless um yeah you know, to think yeah. i did that <laughs> i made that difference. yes yeah exactly it's interesting i was talking to nicholas semple who was on one of the earlier podcasts um on the podcast about wishing that what we're learning and have learnt sort of you know we're, we're all of a similar age um you know w wishing you could teach that to younger people so they didn't have to have regrets or go through some of the you know challenging situations that we've gone through to to reach that sort of consideration but i do wonder for all the sort of negative comments that are thrown out about millennials and and you know the the their sort of attitude to life um you know when you hear about it, it being about younger people being more interested in in purpose and and working for organizations that are actually making a difference uh, you know to, to go back to what you've just said about that that sort of uh positive feeling about making a difference for somebody i you know i do actually think there's a whole generation of people who are coming through that perhaps have got this stuff a bit more sus than we did perhaps i don't know what do you think I think so. Um, I think it's a very different way of being. And as much as, you know, sometimes you just see that uh, your son has spent uh, X amount of hours on a computer or a, a tablet or a phone in front of them. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you think, what were you doing during that time? Um, as you say, on the, the other side of things, um, they have a much different approach to how they do things. Um, yeah. And, you know, even, even my the, the local co-op the other day, I was bemoaning the fact that now lots of the um, um, fridges and stuff are all closed. And my son said, yeah, but they're not pumping out all of this cold air into the environment anymore. And I'm, OK, <laughs> well, I'm cold then. <laughs> yeah, we just want more ice cream, don't we? But, you know, they're right. They're right. <laughs> I would just open the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's interesting it's uh yeah to, to see that there's you know there's always you know more than one side to all of those sorts of um societal uh observations is uh, is quite interesting really so uh yeah maybe i don't know it'd be interesting to see in you know 
40 years time 30 40 years time what those people will be saying you know perhaps they won't be saying if only I'd lived more in the moment because they did they are um you know but they'll have their own regrets I guess so it's been really interesting to to interview you a bit a slightly different interview to the last one that we did although no the last one was a a joint session wasn't it it wasn't it was less interview more joint activity <laughs> again um, it was exactly exactly so there is a common theme uh, so great to get uh, some of those uh, recommendations for tools and apps and uh, and that template um for sure um and explore some of that so thank you for joining me um how can people find out more about you and connect with you um, well, via my website, so a good place to start, uh, which is Amanda Holges, that's H-O-L-G-E-S uh, dot co.uk. Um, I have a Facebook page, which is Amanda Holges Mentor. Um, well, Amanda Holges being quite a unique name, um, generally, you know, put that in Google and it's usually me that comes up. Um, <laughs> or uh, via my podcast, which is Time for Business Growth. Um, again, that's available on the, the, the usual platforms. Lovely. Thanks, Amanda. I really appreciate you joining me. It's been a pleasure. Great to talk to you. All this information is available in the show notes on the website. If you go to powertolivemore.com forward slash, in this case, 87, then you'll be able to find those there. And uh, welcome back. Happy New Year. Uh, we uh, haven't had a show for a week due to the Christmas uh, break. Uh, it was supposed to be two weeks, but I'd already missed a week. <laughs> not publishing a podcast what I intended so I've actually got two tools for you this week uh, because I did keep going with the newsletter and uh, a couple of weeks before Christmas I shared the get app which is an app that I use when I'm in London and looking for a taxi and it does work in other uh, countries in other towns cities Um, it certainly does in Birmingham and it may well do in Manchester as a a, a result of of that I'm trying to think of anywhere else that it might work without looking it up I don't know (laughs) but certainly in London and Birmingham because I've used it in both of those places Uh, when I worked in London I was always lamenting how I never seemed to be able to find a black cab when I needed one and uh, in those days as well it was all sort of cash payments and I never have cash on me Um, I used to play netball at Blackfriars along from our office in Cannon Street and we were often late or out of breath from lots of running when we couldn't find that elusive taxi but with Get you can summon a black cab and once it's set up you can pay by card as part of the app and I found it really useful uh, in the last few years that I've been using it and actually the best example of how useful it is was when I was speaking at an event at Birmingham University with the man who headed up the London 2012 Games Makers no less uh, and I impressed him by finding us a black cab when it was chucking it down with rain so there were no cabs anywhere and we were phoning various numbers and couldn't get anyone to come to us and then I suddenly realised I thought that Get was available in Birmingham as well as London and I went onto my app and I uh, summoned a cab and uh, uh, you know we got one when everyone else was still getting drenched so um that was really good and then recently i was working in london in sort of october time and uh needed to get to and from the client and my hotel and it was just easier to use that because i was a bit sort of on the outskirts of london so you know seeing cabs go by with their lights on was sort of few and far between so actually just being able to in effect order one was was great so that was the tool I shared um, on the 14th of December and then just before Christmas I shared uh, the app Receipt Bank which is what I use to basically take a photo of any of the 
receipts and invoices that I have for my business or I forward invoices to them that have come in by email and it goes to the app and then you can select the uh, reason for the expense and how you've paid for it it's all set up within the app and then it automatically posts it into my account system I use cash flow uh, and but I know that it connects up with lots of others I think um, probably zero and uh, the other big one that I can't remember now um, but anyway have a look on the website uh, for receipt bank and see um, whether it integrates with your own accounting system I've just found it really useful because I um, used to just end up with piles and piles of paper that every so often I used to have to go through and sort out and try and remember what uh, it was for and all that sort of thing. Um, and now I just literally, while I'm out and about, I just take a photo. I've just I've been out for breakfast this morning with a friend and uh, took a picture of the uh, receipt and then it's just automatically gone into the app on my phone so that I can track it through uh, my accounts in relation to my charge card. And so I don't keep the receipt, I don't have the receipt with me anymore because it's all taken care of via the app. So it actually makes it much quicker and easier. And in fact, when I was working with a particular client in the autumn, I had quite a lot of expenses that I had to organise um, for them in terms of my taxis, my hotel, my um, subsistence, you know, my meals and so on. And I tagged all of the expenses that were relating to that with the client's name, which meant that I could then run a report on the website when I was doing my expenses, which pulled up all the expenses that related to that particular client. So I could invoice them much more quickly compared to, you know, the usual rigmarole that I end up having to go through. So I've just found it really useful to uh, use that over the last probably year or so. So I recommend you checking that out. Receipt-bank.com is the URL. So we're into January and I've started another 30 days of inspiration and this time it's it's not about goal setting which I think everyone else is doing. <laughs> this is about making a fresh start. It started on the 1st of January and basically I just publish a blog post every day and send you an email with a link to that so that you can read the article and take the stuff that you want to try from it and it just ignore the stuff that you don't. It's not supposed to be onerous. You don't have to do 30 tasks throughout the uh, 30 days of inspiration you can just choose the ones that appeal to you and ignore the others if you'd like to get involved with that then just go to powertolivemore.com forward slash fresh start and that will enable you to sign up for that and also just to let you know some people like to spend the beginning of the new year planning and reviewing last year and thinking about what they want to achieve for this year I don't necessarily do that in January I sometimes do that for September and other times just throughout the year I, I, I think you can start a new year anytime you like it doesn't have to be in January uh, but when I was putting the newsletter together last week I, re I was reminded about the fact that I have a section of my uh, how to simplify your life and get to do more of what you want to do course I have a section in there which is all about having the best 12 months of your life so far using some reflection and planning and so I just on a whim copied that section out and created uh, a little mini course which is just giving you access to that um, and it's free at the moment if you uh, are interested in doing a bit of as I say reflection and planning for your next 12 months then feel free to take advantage of that if you go to powertolivemore.com forward slash new year planning, then that will take you there. And I've just realised that actually I say 
to um, go to the show notes and give you a link to those every week but I don't actually put the information in about the tool that I share uh, and if I had not thought about it you wouldn't be able to get these links either so if you're driving or walking or doing something that doesn't allow you to make a note of the links at the moment you probably haven't really been able to find them in the past <laughs> but here you go I'm turning over a new leaf uh, what I will do is add those links into the show notes for this week's podcast and you'll be able to find those there so again the link for this week is powertolivemore.com forward slash 87 and we look forward to speaking to you next week use your power to live more